But I'm so very pleased to spend a little sauce today. Yeah. And they just call me Lord and everybody. And they keep saving between calling somebody. Chop, chop. Christ for the lady. Thursday, Friday, and that is. She didn't even know she was in the world and I stayed at the sacrament to a nursing facility for hospice to die. She said she had no family, no kids, no brothers, no nobody. And it just kind of broke my heart just for a second. And I remind me that he said he'd go with us all the way. Yeah. And she had nobody in this life. Yeah. She's still got here. Yeah. Come on. All the smoking places, take the water. I'm proud of Thank you. 
I don't know. I guess it's just what it was. You felt better than everything back then. Yeah. But I, I tell them sitting there thinking when they say it gets sweeter every day. It is. It sure does get sweeter. But I don't say I get too much sweeter than what it was the day they come into my life. Yeah. I, I thank you for that. I really do. Pray, pray much, brother. Good to be back again. I'm just sitting there thinking. Uh, I'm glad, glad we got pastors. If it wasn't for pastors, I wouldn't have no place to preach. You know? yeah. Gotta get Mark out pretty soon. Get him hooked back up. <laughs> I um, I was thinking when I when I before I left the house I was getting ready to come this way and I I thought about all the uh, the wonderful <coughs> preachers um, out here I thought Brady Week Jed was bragging on him I believe it was Friday evening he had some folks come over and they was telling him what a wonderful job that Freddie done she didn't think she'd ever heard any better than that you know? so uh, Freddie is a hero of mine I want you to know that. I think I told Brady, I'll tell him again, Brady, I appreciate how you've been faithful to the church. I mean that from the very depths of my heart. So uh, it's all about Mark and, and all the other uh, wonderful men of God who are not here today. And I thought about all of them this year. And I was reminded of the old boy that, that said he put his mule, he entered his mule into the Kentucky Derby. Old mule he had, he put him in the Kentucky Derby and said, some of his friends asked him, he said, well, you don't expect him to win, do you? He said, absolutely not. He said, but look at the company he'll be in. Well, I thought about that this morning. Wonderful men of God here. And I appreciate you. I certainly you. Turn to 18. Luke 18, 18. Luke 18, 18. I preached this message a few weeks ago at my home church. And I'll be honest with you, just as soon as I got through preaching, I this church came on my heart. And some of your faces came on my heart. Now, you're not looking at a prophet. It's, it's the Bible says prophets were until John, you know. And I can't look over the crowd and tell folks, tell, tell who's saved and who's not. Uh, and I praise the Lord that I don't have that ability. Matter of fact, a couple of years ago, there was a young lady's face in several counties over come to me, and I, I could see her face, and I worried about her for a long time. Just seemed like, I don't know, just seemed like this. But her countenance uh, seemed like something wasn't right. And I worried about her and worried about her and prayed for her and prayed for her. Uh, about a year or two later, as it went by, and I got to hear her testimony. What a wonderful testimony yeah. she had. So we can be wrong. I realize that, 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 that I can be so wrong. Yeah. My ways is not God's ways. And I search the faces and I, uh, I see the outward appearance. But God sees the heart. God knows the heart. He knows what we stand in need of. I don't know how many of you remember what Freddie preached last week. I do. Uh, this message didn't come to me after that. This message had been on my heart before that. Last Sunday, Freddie, this message was on my heart. And the Lord said, it's not time. It's not time. God has a reason for all things. Freddie preached last Sunday. He preached on a certain rich man. You remember that? Well, I know. That's what I want to preach on tonight. Stand with us if you're able. Certainly do desire your prayers. The 18th chapter of St. Luke's Gospel, the 18th verse. 
says, And a certain ruler will ask him, saying, Good master, what shall I do to inherit eternal life? And Jesus said unto him, Why callest thou me good? None is good, save one that is God. Thou knowest the commandments. Do not commit adultery. Do not kill. Do not steal. Do not bear false witness. Honor thy father and thy mother. And he said, All these have I kept from my youth up. Now when Jesus heard these things, he said unto him, Yet lackest thou one thing. Yeah. Sell all that thou hast, and yes. distribute it to the poor, and thou shalt have treasure in heaven, and come, and follow me. Yeah. And when he heard this, he was very sorrowful, for he was very rich. Heavenly Fathers, I bow before you. Lord, I praise you for the privilege, Lord, I don't deserve to stand here this morning, Father, but I praise you for it. God, I need your help this morning, Lord. I pray, Heavenly Father, that you revelate our hearts and our minds. God, that your good Holy Spirit, Father, would truly saturate this place. Father, it speak to our hearts, Lord. We pray, Lord, that anything could be accomplished, you would help the yeah, church. Say amen, true. Lord, and raise your name very high. We love you, and we praise you for who you are. We'll ask, Father, that things be done according to your will. In Jesus' name, and amen. amen. Bless you. I want to preach this morning a thought like this. The expense of not following Jesus. The expense of not following Jesus. The Bible said this young man came and uh, approached the Lord. And I thought this man, Mark, had to be concerned about his soul. He did. There's some here this morning. They doubt my mind that you're concerned about your soul. You said amongst the church, you have a concern. And this young man approached the Lord and he said, Lord, Master, what must I do to inherit eternal life? But really, I thought about this. An inheritance is not something that you earn. An inheritance is something somebody else has worked for. What shall I do, good Master, that I may inherit eternal life? And the Lord told him, said, you know the commandments. And this young man, he said, I've done this. I've been good, in other words. There may be somebody here this morning. You may be examining your life, and you may say, preacher, I do good. I do better than this one over here or that one over there. But the Bible said that Jesus told this young man this. He said, young man said, if thou lackest one thing, he said, if thou wouldest be perfect, Go sell all that you have. Distribute to the poor. Give it to the poor. Give it to those that don't have anything. And come and follow me. Now, uh, we live in a world where a lot of church folks, they don't like the idea of people making decisions. I've heard them like when I've heard folks say, well, we had three this morning that made a decision for the Lord. Now, I want you to declare this morning that if you follow the Lord Jesus Christ, you'll have to make a decision to do so. Amen? Amen. That's what Amen. this young man... Now, the Bible in Matthew says it was a young man that was very rich. There could have been a lot of places in Scripture when it says man, it's talking about man and woman. Amen? This was happened to be a young man. It could have been a young woman. It could have been an old woman or an old man. You heard it said, whether they're young and foolish. Well, the problem with young fools is they grow up to be old fools. And my friend, but this young man had a decision to make uh, with whether to take 
what he had, his great riches, yeah. or to follow the Lord. And he decided it was too expensive yeah. to follow the Lord. And he said, I'll just take my chances on what I have, yeah. and I'll just see what I have, how it will treat me down the line. Amen. Yeah. Now, a lot of folks will try to stand and preach to you uh, that if you follow the Lord, that you'll have to be dirt poor. Now, hey man, that's not scripture. Huh? I'm up and a lot of people tell you, huh? we have a lot of these preachers, uh, prosperity preachers, I'm going to preach to you that if you'll give this to the Lord, that he'll give you this. And I'm up and we have a lot of folks deciding that. Huh? But I'm telling you huh, that this the Lord decided huh, that it was too expensive huh, to follow the Lord. Huh? And he's going to trust huh, in what he has huh, in his riches. Amen. I believe it's in the book of Jeremiah, if I'm not mistaken. The book of Jeremiah says, Let not the rich man uh, trust in his riches. Uh, amen. Uh, we have a lot of folks just trusting uh, in their bank accounts. Uh, Brother Mark said that. Uh, we have a lot of folks just trusting uh, in the health uh, that they used to enjoy. Uh, uh, we have a lot of folks, uh, my friend, that's trusting in their family. Uh, uh, maybe uh, the heritage that they have. Uh, but I'm telling you, uh, if your trust is in anything else uh, than Christ Jesus this morning, uh, you've made a decision. Uh, it's too expensive uh, to follow the Lord. Amen. I was in on the job in Knoxville this past spring, and I thought about this when I thought about this scripture. I remember there was a man there that I gave him an invoice for 200 and seven dollars is the invoice I give him. He said, My wife done wrote a check. Tracy handed me a check, and on a two hundred and seven dollar invoice, I got a nine seven hundred and ninety-seven dollar tip on that. This old boy, uh, I mean he's very, very wealthy. If I'm not mistaken, he told me that he'd sold his company and he had to pay $6 million in taxes. Now, a very, very wealthy man, but this man loves the Lord. He loves God. I mean, he wants to talk about the Lord a whole lot more than he wants to talk about his success in life. I'm telling you that just because you belong to the Lord does not mean that you'll live on a dark floor. Huh? Does not mean that uh, you'll be eating out of the bottom. Huh? I'm telling you, it's God that has the ability uh, to become real. Also, just because you decide not to follow the Lord does not mean that you'll be poor in this walk of life. Amen. I saw this old boy. Mark, it's true story. I take you over to Knoxville, Mill Street, Knoxville. I saw this old boy standing that, that gave me a $797 tip, or $93 tip, I believe it was. I seen him stand over and point to his neighbor. And this is what he said about his neighbor. He said, old boy over there, he's got more money than he'll ever know what to do. That's what he said about his neighbor. I worked for his neighbor a little while, a time or two, I went and worked for him. And I'll tell you what, the man's language was so vile that I didn't want to work for him. Yeah. I told him, I reminded him one time, I said, now wait a minute, God's last name is Almighty, yeah. not Damn. Yeah. 
Amen. Yeah. That's what I mean. He, he was vile and a high but he had riches beyond measure. But I'm telling you that this young man decided to trust in his riches and not to follow Jesus. Amen. It's expensive this morning when you make a decision not to follow the Lord. It's a yes. very, very Amen. expensive Amen. decision you've made. Yeah. That's the truth. The Bible says that this young man went away sorrowful. Yeah. Sorrowful. Apostles yeah. talk about the, the joy that he found when the Lord saved him, do he? Amen. Amen. I'm telling you, Freddie, I've learned that walking with the Lord is full of joy. Amen. 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 Not always happiness, but there's always joy walking with the Lord. And the Bible said that this young man made the decision that he trust what he had and he went away sorrowful. I believe he stayed sorrowful all the way down through life. I've heard of celebrities standing. Have you ever heard any of them standing, folks, that you just looked at and thought, well, they've never wanted anything. I've heard them standing. Maybe somebody interviewed them or something, and they'd say this. They said, I had everything that money could buy, but something was missing in my life. I had no peace. I had no contentment. I had no, uh, uh, no direction in life. Didn't know what I was here for yeah. until I found the Lord. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Will not follow you. I'll take my chances on my riches. And he done just that. Yeah. Amen. He left with his riches. They were too sorry there that morning. It was the one that left. He made the decision he trusted his riches. And the Lord Jesus Christ Himself. I'm sorry. You remember the time that He said over Jerusalem? And, and Marvin, he, he said, Oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, how often I would have gathered you under my wings as a chick with her brood, a hen with her brood, but you would not. A certain young ruler come to the Lord and decided to leave with his riches. Yeah. Now I go over into the 12th chapter and I see where the Bible says that a certain man, his field, preacher, was this the same man? I don't know. We don't know. Could have been. A certain man whose fields brought forth plentiful. Very, very financially well off. And he said this. He said, what shall I do? I told a friend of mine the other day, this was no boy in the Bible that had eye problems. Yeah. I'm not mistaken, Freddie, there are six eyes there in those few verses of Scripture. He yeah. said, what shall I do for I have no place to bestow all my goods? I tell you that he was financially uh, he was financially successful. He said, I know what I will do. I will tear down my barns. And I will build greater. And I will say to my soul. I heard a man say one time, and it kind of makes sense. He said, that's where his problem was when he said to his soul. Because his soul wasn't his to say to him. It belonged 
to God. Amen. I will say to my soul, Thou hast many goods laid up for many years. Eat, drink, and be married. But the Bible said that the Lord told him, said, Thou fool. Thou fool. This night, thy soul shall be required of thee. Amen. I'm telling you, there's coming a day of reckoning. You make a decision that I'm just going to trust and keep what I have. You ever seen, uh, I, I've, I've worked about all, all my life and don't get to watch it. There's been a few times it come a good rain. Friend and I flip through the channel. I signed one of them old curtain one, yeah. curtain two, or curtain three. Yeah. Some of them sit there and have $100 in their hand. And I guarantee you I'd have traded it in. <laughs> but that's how I'll keep what I've got. They'll reveal curtain one, curtain two, and curtain three. Yeah. Most of the time, they're sitting there a whole lot better than what they got. Yeah. I'm telling you that this old boy had a decision to make. I mean, you think about this. The Bible talks about riches, how that the rust corrodes, how that robbers break in and steal, yeah. and how moth does corrupt yeah. and eats away. And this old boy was trusting in that. But I'm telling you, what an opportunity that he had. The God that they sung about while ago, the mighty great God had offered him a relationship with him. I'm telling you, the bright and morning star. Amen. The lily of the valley. The God of creation. The Son of God. My friend, I'm telling you, offered this young man in trade for his riches. Uh, he offered him eternal life. He turned it away. God wasn't interested in his riches. Absolutely was not interested in his riches. You remember when Abraham took Isaac and reached back that knife? Had all intentions of sacrificing him. I love God. Abraham, God told Abraham, Abraham said, Take Isaac, thy son, that thou lovest. Amen. But he told God, He said, God, I love him, but I love you more. Amen. I trust you more. God didn't want Isaac, God just wanted Abraham's heart. That's where he showed there. God didn't want his riches. God wanted. Him tonight. Amen. He was drawn away. Amen. Drawn away. He's got to come down the road on the way here and between here and the east end of Oak Ridge. There was a man that had a metal detector out there on the side of the road. I told Jay to go by. I said, look at him. He's searching for vain riches. Searching for vain riches. I'd rather be in the house of God this morning than anything that this world has to offer. Amen. I tell you uh, I, that, that folks, there, there's bright lights, there's lies that the devil tells folks to draw them away from the peace and from the salvation of the Lord. Almost a year ago, Dad and myself loaded up and went up to Illinois to do a wedding. Right downtown of Quincy, Illinois, there's just a huge, 
huge brick building. Takes up almost the city block there. <coughs> huge building. That's where the wedding was. This was an old brewery is what it was. An old brewery. And that was the venue where the wedding was. And I was standing there in the halls of this old brewery and they still had pictures on the wall. And, uh, and they was in honor of those that, that started it and that, that had, had built a brewery and built a business. They showed old, old uh, maybe old wagons there that was horse-drawn. And uh, now, now let, me, let me preach this to you. A lot of people preach that, that alcohol will take you to hell. That that's the reason people die and go to hell. I'll not preach that to you this morning. But I stood there in Quincy, Illinois, in, in that old brewery, and I looked there and I was reading and looking at the pictures and reading them, and I could not help but sit there and think how many countless folks have been drawn away from the gospel because they was drawn to the Bible. I'm telling you that if you're not careful, the devil will put something in front of your eyes and will tell you that it's a better to go with this than to decide to follow the Lord. But I noticed this. Part as I stood there and looked in pictures, I found an old, old building. Four strong carriages carrying the good stuff out. What they do. But I noticed this when it honored them men. It said this, it had a date of birth there. It had a dash there. And then it had a day that they left this for You've got a birthday. There's also a day you're going to leave here. I'm telling you that it is expensive when you decide that it's too expensive to fall in. It's expensive. You may do well in this life. You may be the envy of your family. Could be. Nothing to stop you from that. This old boy said this. He said, uh, I've got more and you've got room to put it. And everything that I need. Let me read you a verse of scripture found in Revelation. Third chapter of Revelation. 17th verse. Listen closely what the word says. It says, Because thou sayest, I am rich. That's what this old boy done. And increased with goods and have need of nothing. And knowest not that thou art wretched and miserable and poor and blind and naked. I counsel thee to buy of me gold tried in the fire that thou mayest be rich. And white raiment that thou mayest be clothed and that the shame of thy nakedness do not appear. And anoint thine eyes, thy eyes with eye salve that thou mayest see. This old boy said, I've got more than I know what to do with. I've got enough to last me forever. <laughs> but he didn't have forever to spend me. Amen. Just because you turn away does not mean that you will 
be about to offer. You may be very successful as far as life is concerned. I think I shared with the church this, but I want to say it again this morning. A few uh, months ago, my sister, we was eating dinner. My sister told me, she said, Ben, said, we got a, a boy off the campground. Said he's, uh, he, he used to come with so-and-so. He said, now we'll never see so-and-so again. Said, uh, he just inherited, said his boss died. And he just inherited a, a lake house somewhere. I can't remember what beach they told it was on. A lake house he inherited. He said his boss died, he left him that lake house, and he left him a 60% interest in a private jet, and he left him $40 million in the bank. That's what I said. <laughs> Guarantee that's what he said. I said, Lord, have mercy, who's this man's boss? And she told me. Well, I'm a little bit nosy when it comes to stuff like that. Mark, I went and researched this. I don't know who this old gentleman was. I found out who he was. And according to our presidents, one of our past presidents, and according to our financial leaders in America, this man was a brilliant, brilliant man. He was a genius, financially speaking. They told about all his accomplishments that he had done down through life and how rich this man was. And I read his obituary and it was about yay long. All his accomplishments. I got through reading that, and I told my wife, and I told my sister, and my brother-in-law, and everybody there, I said this, I said, that's a shame. Yeah. Not one word in there did it have before this man had any hope yeah. Yeah. beyond this walk of life. Amen. 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 Very rich man that died broken. Yeah. Yeah. Poor. Without any hope. Amen. Bankrupt. Bankrupt. Yeah. Back in during the Depression, they told in the history books about folks that when they found out that their treasures was gone, that they dove out the windows in New York City. They jump out the windows, commit suicide. Because their treasure. The Bible said, where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Amen. 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 This man died. Now, let's get to work reading pretty fast with him. He said that uh, a certain man, we had a certain young ruler come to Jesus. We had a certain man whose fields brought forth plentiful. And then we had a certain rich man. The Bible says he fared sumptuously every day. Every day. I mean, was clothed in purple. Royalty. Every day. Me and Jenna, we uh, we celebrate our anniversary. We load up, go down to Red Lobster. Huh. I mean, splurge. Something to splurge for. This old rich man done that every day. I've heard of folks that had enough money where if they wanted lobster for dinner, that they'd call out Maine somewhere and get them to stick one on a on a private jet and fly it into their private uh, airport. And bring fresh lobsters for their dinner. Yeah. That's where this old boy was. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Fared sumptuously yeah. every day of his life. Wanted for nothing. But he died. Yeah. Amen. He died. Just like you've got to. Yes. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Just like I've got to. Yeah. yeah. 
But before I preach any more of this, let me say this. I praise the Lord for the scripture that teaches us at the second meeting. Whosoever have taken part in the first meeting. Yeah. Amen. It's appointed unto man wants to die. Wants to die. You're looking at one that will never die. Praise be unto God. Freddie, you come down to the funeral home. They say, Glenn, Marlo died. You come down to the funeral home. You walk by me. You say, he did not die. Well, boy, she had, uh, the nut's gone home. The shell's still there. Amen. But the Bible said that this rich man died. Yeah. Can you imagine his obituary? Yeah. Let's call him Brother Serpent. Mr. Serpent. A certain rich man. Yeah. <laughs> they doubt my mind that the governor would have been there at his funeral. All those rich people that he rubbed elbows with would have been there. His, uh, was it five? You preached on five lost brothers? Would have been there. All the rich and to do. Fine folks would have been there. Like this rich man. Amen. I'm telling you today, when you decide it's too expensive to follow the Lord, you made a terrible, terrible As the folks walk by, you know how they do. Mark, come up here just a second. Stand right here with me. Walk by the family, and they'll come up and look at him, shake his hand, and say, Well, at least we know he's in a better place. Does that know what they'll say? Go ahead and sit down at least we know he's in a better place. Jesus said he was in hell. Amen. Amen. He was in hell. Folks talk about what a good man he was. Good folks die and go to hell if they don't have Jesus. Amen. That's the truth. I want to preach something this morning that bothers me. It's been on me for a long time. It really, I mean, if if it wasn't for the Word of God, I find it hard to believe that a little old grandma that has been good to her kids and her grandkids, her great-grandkids, that, that they would spend an eternity in hell. I find that hard to accept. Amen. Yeah. But if I believe that God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, if I believe that, I've got to believe the entirety of God's Word. Amen. Amen. That's right. He's awful good man. He's always been good to me. Jesus said the man is in hell. Amen. That's something, isn't it? Amen. The expense of not following Jesus. Amen. Our world is full of folks that have decided it's too expensive. It's the cost is just entirely too much to follow along. You may be here this morning. I don't know your hearts. I said that before I ever started preaching. And I'll say it again. I do not know your hearts. And I praise the Lord that I don't. Amen. But you may be here this morning. You might say, Preacher, 
it'll cost me too much. Those that are around me, they think that everything is all right. And it's going to embarrass me. It's too expensive. Bless him, Lord. That's an expense that I'm not willing to pay. Amen. You may be here this morning, you may say, Preacher, I've got things in my life that I enjoy immensely, and I'm not willing to give them up. It's too expensive. Amen. It cannot compare to the expense of not following Jesus. I told them at my home church a couple weeks ago, and I mentioned it wherever, wherever I was at last Sunday. No, I was here last Sunday. Sunday before that, I mentioned it. And I'll say it again. I am very, very prejudiced about the name of Jesus. I am. And I know we live in a world where folks say that anything you want to do will be alright, any way you want to make it. They'll say that there's several different avenues to get to the same place. But I'm telling you that there's no other name given under heaven. Amen. Not one time did he say whosoever called upon the name of Buddha. Not one time did he say whoever called upon Muhammad. Not one time did he say who'd go see the psychiatrist or uh, maybe the psychic. But he said, whosoever calleth upon the name of the Lord Jesus Christ shall be saved. I want you to know this morning that I am a preacher of of the minister of the gospel uh, of Jesus Christ I'm prejudiced to and I'm assuring you that he is the only way to get to heaven Jesus did not say I am a way he did not say I am the, the way, uh, a way he did not say I am a door amen he said, I am the one. Well, they taught me in school, and if it's not right, you're going to get my teachers a headlock. But they taught me in school that they were single. Amen. No other name given except Jesus. Preacher, I'm not going to decide. Absolutely, you're going to decide. You're going to decide here just in a moment, matter of fact. They're going to come get us all. Listen, if you would. Come get a song. Bless him, Lord. <coughs> Do you know the song that there is a fountain? You know that? Bless him, Lord. This rich man is in hell right now. Hard to imagine, isn't it? That is, that's hard to imagine. But all the time that we've been gathered in church, this rich man is still in poor yeah, yeah. In hell. Still walking out just as bad as he was the first when he first got there. And he went there over the blood of Jesus. He went there with God loving him. He went there with his ticket paid in full. He went there as an intruder. But he went there because he decided it's too expensive to follow the Lord. Too expensive. 
As we stand to our feet, as they sang, if you hear this morning, and you need something from the Lord, I beg of you, it don't matter what anybody else thinks, it matters not. It's a very important. Not one of the most, but the very most important life decision you ever make in life. Whether you're this big, this big, it is the very most important decision you'll ever make. As they say, I pray. You come. There is a
Someone else have something on your heart. Bless them, Lord. That's a wonderful message. Yeah. I appreciate the message too. I've been talking about, you know, maybe being American. Thank you being saved. If you've not been saved, maybe being married. You come up here. I do being be embarrassed in front of these people. Yeah. Be embarrassed. Lord told yeah. Church tonight too at six o'clock. Good Lord, you're living good. 